There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. University of Massachusetts Amherst will require students to get their COVID-19 booster shot before returning to campus for the spring semester. There's not going to be an end point to this vaccination program. Those who were vaccinated six months ago really need them to come back or we need to go to them. We've got to go even farther. Omicron's here, winter's coming, we got to go even farther. You don't get your COVID vaccination, Santa can't come to the house and bring you gifts. Because Santa can only come into the houses of vaccinated children to bring them gifts. It means 150 million Americans will be able to get free tests. Why not just make them free and give them out and have them available everywhere? Should we just send one to every American? Maybe. Then, then what? Ha- then what happens if you if every American has one test? How much does that cost? And then what happens after that? Uh, that is a fairly. D- that happened yesterday, I guess. So we're a little late getting to it, but that's a fairly devastating. Um, Really kind of defining a moment there, because that's Mara Lyerson of NPR, a friend of the administration, Mm -hmm. asking a question where she shouldn't be sake-bombed for doing so. It's a really good question, and it would show a a tangible uh, action on behalf of the administration, rather than hectoring people and sending uh, undersized people out to every Sunday show to, to sell, try to hawk the uh, vaccination regime. It's a very good question. Why aren't we, why is there not an overabundance of tests all over the place? Now, because Saki, of course, had the answer with snark, which would be send one to everyone. Well, yes, send a bunch to everyone. Well, right. Especially, especially if uh, you're planning on implementing this illegal vaccine mandate, which has testing as an alternative for mm-hmm. companies to allow their employees to like test week- once weekly. Well, if all the 80 million people who don't want to get vaccinated, those companies all need to take a test once weekly. How many tests is that, Jen, since we're in math question time? How much will that cost? Because somebody's going to have to buy all those. So you're either putting that burden on the American people or you're shouldering some of it. Right. But But you know why they don't want people to have at-home tests. No, I don't. Because then those don't get reported in state databases of how many COVID cases there are. And you can't breathlessly report on how many COVID cases there are and demand people get vaccinated if people are just taking the tests at home and not telling anyone. So I assumed that people would tell people if they got them, if, if they've tested positive. I mean, probably some types of people would call up their local health department and let them know. But, like, would you? Or would you just stay home for a few days? I mean, like, I've had colds in the last two years since uh, of this and fevers. And, uh, but, I mean, if you did an at-home test, mm-hmm. right, that just, like, turned to color if you were positive for COVID or whatever, would you call up our local board of health and let them know that you tested positive for COVID? Uh, no. So, I mean, there's a chance I would talk to a doctor, maybe, if, if I was really having symptoms. But other than that, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you were really sick and you were, like, going to the hospital, you'd tell them or whatever. But you right. wouldn't, like, 
go report it to the state, which is that's where they're getting the case numbers. <clears throat> so that's why they don't want that, because even though that would be much more useful, because a lot more people probably would take home COVID tests where you don't have to be. That's why I wouldn't go out and get a COVID test every time I got a mm. cold. Right. Because I don't need the state quarantine people calling me up and telling me, you know, did I'm supposed to stay home and asking me for everybody I hung out with over the last week? You know, I it's. I want as few interactions with the government as possible. So if my COVID test results are going to be reported to the government, I want nothing to do with COVID tests. But if I can do an at-home test and not have to deal with it, like that's something I would be more likely to do. And that might lead me to make different healthcare decisions in terms of like whether I stay home or not. You know, whereas if I just have a cold and I haven't taken a COVID test, I might like still go to the store with a cold like I would normally, you know. Right. Versus, like, so it does, you know, it is more risky for society as a whole if it, if people have less access to tests. But, you know, it's harder for the state to track people, which they don't like. Yeah, oh, I understand. But supposedly they also like COVID-positive people quarantining themselves. They're into that. Because supposedly this the COVID is a transmissible thing from person to person. Supposedly. I believe now nothing anymore. Yeah, well, they think, though, that if you don't, if they don't make the home test as available, pe more people will go to, like, clinics to get tested where everything's automatically being sucked into the state numbers. I kind of feel like I'm being manipulated, Alice. By me? No, by, uh, often by you, but not, not in this <laughs> not case. Not today. I would say by the uh, state in this, uh, the healthcare bu bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. Jesus. God, poisonous people. Uh, and it doesn't get better. But I'm going to play, play the Saki again just so okay. people can hear the smarm and the answer unnecessarily. Look at what we've done over the course of time. We've quadrupled the size of our testing plan. We've cut the cost significantly over the past few months. And this effort to uh, to push uh, to ensure insurers are you're able to get your your tests uh, refunded means 150 million Americans will be able to get free tests. Complicated though. Why not just make them free and give them out to, and have them available everywhere? Should we just send one to every American? Maybe. Then then what ha then what happens if you if Yeah, wait, is Mara Lyson all of a sudden in charge of the United States COVID testing policy and nobody told me? Because Jen sounds like she's asking her what she wants to do about COVID tests when that's not the point. And it's remarkable, though. It reminds me of her, her answer on Space Force when she was laughing. Oh, the new airplanes, you know. Plane of the future, ha right. ha. It, this marminate, which we uh, give one to every person. The fact that she considers that a hyperbolic thing to say, oh, should we give one to every person, tells me that nobody near her is saying that. Seriously. Mm -hmm. there, there's no table full of discussions with the healthcare people and Saki, where somebody's saying we can send out tests to everybody. Because, they managed to send out cash to well, everybody. Well, hold on. No, the, the point is, is that mm -hmm. she's not hearing that. So that's why it was so, so foreign to her and so fantastical to her. Mm -hmm. You know, the idea that we'd send them to everybody, we'd send them to everybody. Uh, it, it tells me nobody's saying that. It's right. not be in the realm, which tells you that exactly what you've been saying. The, the This goal is not to fix everybody. This goal is to fix everybody the way they want to fix everybody. Mm -hmm. And which is why that even if you've gotten COVID twice, now they still want to get you vaccinated. So right. they want you to, and they want your boosters. And a mask. Right, yes, and a mask. And Every, test. Right. American has one test. How much does that cost? And then what happens after that? That's a pretty precious thing to say. Yeah, I don't know, Jen, you tell me. Could we have... Um, could we have, uh, you know, added a billion maybe for tests? Oh, I know. All the school boards in the country are like holding these meetings. What should we do with all our extra COVID yes. money that we have? And like, there's not any money for things that actually would move the right. needle on how much COVID is going around. No, no, no all money for tests. Other countries seem to be making them available for in greater quantities for less money. Well, I think we share the same objective, which is to make them less expensive and more accessible, right? Uh, every country is going to do that differently. And I was just noting that, again, our tests go through the FDA approval process. That's not the <sighs> Yeah, that's why it sucks. I'm on a website now called gov.uk. Order coronavirus COVID-19 rapid lateral flow tests. The service to order free packs of rapid lateral flow tests to be sent to your home. Uh, and it's got the thing right here to do it. 
You can order for somebody else. You can get tested for travel. Uh, order a rapid lateral flow test. Start now. Uh, you get one pack per day. Seven packs. Uh, UK only. I just got redirected because I'm, I'm... Not in the work. US. But uh, UK. Or UK, but, yeah. Uh, it's like... <laughs> these people suck at this. It, it's remarkable how bad they are. They suck at this. And... And now you've got more university system after university system now saying that we want the, the adolescents to get boosters. What are you doing? There's absolutely what no you, reason for adolescents What are you to doing? The CDC website itself covered, I read a whole bunch of it today, the cases, they're tracking cases of myocarditis and pericarditis or whatever it is in adolescents that the CDC acknowledges and notices something's going on here. So why would you give them three? So you're going to... F with more people in more yeah. people. And there's no data on it. And when you see like how much bigger the graph is of myocarditis happening after uh, the second shot compared to the first shot, why you would run out and order teenagers to go get a third shot boggles my mind when we have no data on what the incidence of heart it's, problems would be after the third one because it goes up after the second one so my thought is it's not going to go down after the third one. Like you never know but it seems like but you know, also, you don't mess I, mean, around. I, I think that's almost, I think they're asking you to do something immoral. Yeah. Why would you introduce into your 18-year-old son heart issues where there were never any for in order to combat a virus that's not going to kill him or probably won't even harm him? There's no possible explanation. There's none. These there's people no, are sickos. There's no possible explanation. It's It has nothing to do with following science. It has nothing to do with you know with any of the evidence on the ground uh, there's there's barely there evidence that boosters do anything for anybody but you know that be on the safe side for the elderly people who are still going to be at risk even after they're vaccinated because the age skew of covid is such that even once you're vaccinated the elderly are still at much much more risk right it reduces their risk a lot but their 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 initial risk was so high that they're still at higher risk than basically anybody else so like the elderly and the very immunocompromised like i could see where your like cost benefit calculation might be like what the heck it's worth the risk of the booster to to like maybe get some extra protection we're not 100% sure but you know worth a shot for young people who were already who like without a shot at all were at way lower risk than any of the adult vaccinated people it just seems uh completely unfathomable why you would be getting them even the first two shots like there's a plenty of countries in the world where they've backed off either giving shots to young people at all or They've reduced it to one shot for young people because the the evidence that that second shot is doing anything for them versus the evidence that there's a risk of myocarditis there is just there's there's no point to it. So, I mean, so I'm not saying something that's like controversial or wacky. I'm saying something that like other health departments in other countries have decided is true. And for some reason, like some stupid bureaucrat at UMass has decided that they know better. It's just unbelievable and it's uh, this weird blackmail it's right like, or you incredible. can't go to college you can't but it's for the fall so you're sorry about that that'll be it for you this is your last day then now because f, f you guys jesus what a bunch of freaking ghoulish bullies yeah it's craziness it's yeah cra there's probably like another week left in the Whoa. semester uh right all right so um is uh, okay. So speaking of shots, though, yes. If you want to know, like, where we're going with this, I just got a text on my phone. So we're in the like CVS pharmacy system, mm -hmm. and like all whoever we've gotten prescriptions for is like in their system. So I just got it's all goes to my number, but I just got this text from them from CVS. Hi, Sally. The HPV vaccine mm. can help prevent certain cancers. Watch a short video. Reply to make an appointment. I got the one saying, hi, Alice. Really? Yeah, what, I sent it to you. What vaccine did they want me to get? Same one. HPV? Mm -hmm. Do you know what vaccine that is for? Human papilloma something. Human papilloma virus? It's a Which girl is, thing. It's an STD. Oh, okay. So they're also, they've decided that Sally's in the age range for that too, at age 10. So Great. Okay.
It is remarkable. It, it just is remarkable. It, it's 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 f this man. F this. Um. Okay. Um. Let's uh let's get to uh, Saki. This more since we're doing the COVID thing right now. Let's get to Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand, who lays it all out there as well. I am I, I, becoming in love with her, Alice. <laughs> but she is. She just. At least she says it. Fine. So long as there's people who are eligible who haven't been vaccinated, we've got work to do. You know, I don't think I'll ever be satisfied so long as there's someone who's choose. You know, who who is eligible and hasn't been. And that's where I've said this. There's not going to be an end point to this vaccination program. Uh, once we've obviously we're rolling out boosters now, so we've got a another you know wave of people that we need to make sure that we're protecting again. So um, those who were vaccinated six months ago, we really need them to come back, or we need to go to them. <laughs> Never ends. It's the program without an end. <laughs> yeah, so it's not going to end because they've got these boosters and they're going to have more boosters and more and they're going to stay on. It's, 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 how there is not an armed revolution in some of these places, I do not I do not know. Yeah, and by the way, it's coming back here because Boston monitors wastewater for mm -hmm. levels of COVID. So, and it's like that always precedes the spikes here. So, I mean, like, Maybe there'll be fewer hospitalizations and deaths this year than last year because of vaccines. Maybe, but it's coming. There's. Why would you think maybe? I would think definitely. Well, I mean, hopefully, but there's a lot of the what they test for in the wastewater is the RNA of the virus in the in the wastewater, and it's based on like total volume that they're finding in the wastewater. So mm -hmm. either a crazy number of people have mild COVID like way, way, way more than last year, or there's a lot of people also with severe COVID because there's a lot of virus in the Boston wastewater right now. Hmm. So, uh, and so that's what you see. That's showing up in the wastewater before it's detectable or people have symptoms or are getting tested or anything else. So that's not great. It's it's coming back here. So, I, I mean... You don't think the T-bone should get his booster? Honey, if you feel scared, get no, your booster. I'm taking, I you're the you? doctor in the family. I'm not a doctor. You're the doctor in the Talk family. Talk to your doctor. No. Not after what he did to me. <laughs> Talk to your doctor. I'm not talking to my doctor. You know what he's going to say. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what you should do. I don't know. But I, I mean, I'll look at the evidence for the boosters again. Last time I, I looked at I can't seem to it, find any. You know, if CBS, CBS wants me to come in for all sorts of crap, it tells me this that the ones within... 55 miles have no boosters for me. It's really hard to get uh, COVID shots right now again because there's all like all kids are getting it and stuff. So it's all like slowed down. Ugh. Here's de Blasio. Same note. We're now the safest place in this country. But we gotta go even farther. Omicron's here. Winter's coming. We gotta go even farther. Today in New York City, we announced a mandate. All private sector employers must have their employees vaccinated by December 27th. This is what's going to keep us safe. This is the kind of thing we need to do now, not just here, but everywhere, so we can leave COVID behind once and for all. So he's a, um, a psychotic, so I don't expect much out of him. That about makes sense. I mean, mm -hmm. he's an odd, odd, odd guy. And good for you, New York. Uh, the, the fact that But you can you imagine? Like, I'm just trying to understand, like, how how you would live in New York now after this if you have young kids and you weren't feeling like you were going to vaccinate them because it's not required. He's requiring it for kids five and up to be able to like go to restaurants. Right. They have to be have two shots. So if you weren't planning to vaccinate your five-year-old right away, you can now no longer go out to restaurants or any indoor public place in New York. Right. Which seems like, I mean, how do you how do you go on with your life if you, that's where you live? If we lived there, I would I would be moving. There's a lot of unvaccinated people in New York City. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and it seems nuts to imagine that they all want to go get their kids vaccinated right away. Right. Yeah, the guys, the guys, absolutely nuts. Here's a woman on TikTok who's actually just um, giving an observation. This is not one of the psychotic TikToks. In the grocery line, and there's a woman ahead of me talking to her friend that was with her, telling her about how she scheduled all of her kids for their, you know, COVID vaccination appointments. Well, she had one of her kids with her who was a little boy. And, of course, his reaction to hearing this was, no, I don't want to get a shot. They hurt. Please don't make me get a shot. Blah, 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 blah. Typical kid response, you know. Her reaction to him was this. 
you don't get your COVID vaccination, Santa can't come to the house and bring you gifts because Santa can only come into the houses of vaccinated children to bring them gifts. So that's that's what we're doing now. That's so the little kids in Timmy's class that maybe can't get the shot, Santa ain't coming to their house. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yep. There you go. And which is along the lines of the the thing we had down the street here with the th- with um, Halloween. Should have had your vaccination with the dead. Yeah, with the dead thing. bear. The tombstone with the bear. That's where all the school buses Oops. of the kids drive by. Should have had your vaccination. I can't get one yet. Well, you know, I'm probably going to die. Have a good day at school. <laughs> ah, all right. And to round out our um, our coverage of the vaccines, are you? did you have a moment to look at the production of Jimmy Fallon, Megan The Stallion, and um, who's the other one? Ariana Grande? I did not look at it yet. Did you listen to it? No. Okay. Well, they've put together a song in video called Masked Christmas, and here it is. What's up, y'all? It's Megan Thee Stallion, Ariana Grande, and Jimmy Fallon. Y'all know what time it is. It's time to get those boosters. When there's no more pandemic. Since when is it like any part of rock and roll to be echoing the sentiment of government bureaucrats using their exact line, their their exact verbiage? A mass Christmas, it was a COVID Thanksgiving. We'll be in line for a booster. Fauci could have written it himself. It is. uh, Well, no, I wonder if they coordinated with the White House. I'm sure, except for Ariana Grande's part, which is very love story-ish for some reason, which tells me that he probably they probably want this to chart to make it just legitimate, legitimate enough. Well, to right. Chart. So I do wonder though, like because you know this story just came out that like they've been working behind the scenes with news stations to like work on their messaging. Yeah, but that was economic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it seems like the type of thing they'd also do. Where they might have oh. like, planned this with Fallon and oh communication and, the people and like Abs- tried to tried to like cause this to happen. Uh, absolutely, like I don't think this just organically popped up out of nowhere. Like I don't think. I mean, I know celebrities love to like be in the news and whatever, but I don't think Megan The Stallion and Ariana Grande came up with the idea to sing about being in line for a booster like it's just so, just organically like on I'm their sorry, own it's so like like uh, i don't think they mostly spend two seconds thinking about being in line for a but, booster. but isn't this just i know that you you were most nights go to sleep by listening to megan the stallion uh music so let me just get to her rap part <laughs> Just think how things have changed here, how the left and right have flipped. 
Right. In the late 60s and 70s, you had Elvis meeting with Nixon, talking about the youth and problems with drugs and this and happening, et cetera. And that was the conservatives. You know, they were lame, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you had the people who were the counterculture, of course, was, you know, John Lennon and the and other rock stars, et cetera. And they were the ones who said, screw that big government, screw your CIA, screw your uh, in- industrial complex, screw your wars, screw your, you know. Your- yeah, now the left is like, you know, all for the FBI oh, and the CIA being all over it's everybody. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. I do like the melody. No, I mean, it sounds good because I'm sure they had a very talented team of writers and producers and everybody you know, musicians all working on it because when you are the dominant culture and you have like Hollywood and the music mm-hmm. industry and everybody else is completely like in your back pocket, then yeah, then you do produce stuff that like sounds good and looks cool. Was he celebrating it being a masked Christmas again? I know. I don't, I mean, and. I guess there's people out there who are still doing this, but, like, most everybody that I actually know personally in my life, even, like, the most COVID not skeptical people are all, like, done with restrictions and masks and stuff. I don't, I mean, I don't know anybody who, when we're, like, getting together at our house indoors, are wearing masks. Do you? Jesus, no. I can't imagine I can't. It. I don't know anybody who does that anymore. I mean, and obviously, like, I have a self-selected group of friends, so that's, yeah. you know what it is. But even, like, family members who are normally pretty liberal and were very cautious about COVID last year and stuff are just done. And maybe that'll change because our case numbers are definitely about to start going up, mm. even if our hospitalizations and stuff stay low. So maybe that'll change if it, like, turns into a big thing again. But, I mean, even the liberal people I know are pretty much over it or the normally liberal people so maybe i just don't know any liberal enough people or something but i don't know anybody who's planning to wear a mask indoors with their family at christmas this year do you no (laughs) i like can't think of anyone who's going to do that i couldn't imagine um the last thing uh, that jen saki is involved in he gets a question from somebody in the new york post about hunter biden my colleague miranda devine has a new book out called uh the laptop from hell and I was hoping that you could confirm that the laptop is indeed authentic um, and not Russian disinformation, as you seem to suggest on Twitter last year. Well, uh, on the first, uh, the president's son is not an employee of the federal government, so I'd point you to his representatives. And as it relates to the book, I have neither, neither had the time nor interest in exploring or reading the book. Go ahead, the Tina. First attorney go ahead, Tina. I, I think I answered your question. Go ahead. You, you can go to the representative of the person who's not an employee of the federal government. Go ahead, Tina. I think we have to move on. Go ahead. There you go. No, not like he's uh, the point of the whole thing is that he's selling access to employees of the federal government right not like that's the point of the whole conversation that we're having here or anything but you know she's choosing to spin it that way and you know and you see like lefty people on twitter do this all the time too when anybody criticizes hunter biden they'll be like so don't vote for hunter biden like, no, that's not the problem. The problem is that he's selling influence with his dad, who's not even all there now. You know, that's, yes, that's, the, that that's is. the issue. No, obviously nobody elected Hunter Biden because nobody would elect Hunter Biden. But unfortunately, we're still stuck with him and his shady dealings affecting our country. It's crazy. Look at our Ukraine policy. That was the whole discussion. Ugh. Pennsylvania teacher writes on Facebook that people who have religious exemptions should die from the virus or be shot. This is our, she's also on the board of Edward. This is this woman, Molly Page Mumao, says, screw this guy and screw them all who are about hiding uh, behind religious exemptions because they don't want anybody to tell them what to do. People tell you what to do all the time and you do it. This is such BS. He and his ilk deserve whatever comes their way, including losing jobs, getting sick, and perhaps dying from this virus. But in the meantime, he's going to put all the people around him in danger. I don't know why the GOP doesn't just take those guns they profess to love so much and just start shooting all of their constituents who think this way. It would be quicker and ultimately safer than putting me and my friends and family at risk. Once again, I'm just going to ask a question. How is she and her friends and family at risk if she's got her vaccine and her boosters and intends to go get more? But Jimmy Fallon sings about it. 
Is it's there, unclear. It's unclear. Is, is there not, is there is there a vaccine that's protection from dying from COVID? In theory, yes. Okay, Supposedly, well then, you know Molly Jong fast. Yes. She wrote she's an a, article. She's a low IQ person. I want to just say she's a profoundly low IQ person who's been really up educated at probably a really nice <laughs> bunch of schools. So she's got a really good self confidence. But she's a dumb. Well, she wrote a whole article recently about like how she's not going to really do COVID restrictions anymore because she has her she has two boost two shots plus a booster and her husband was in the AstraZeneca trial so he got two AstraZeneca shots and then subsequently two Pfizer shots and the Pfizer booster so he's now had five COVID vaccines Jesus oh man can you imagine these people like what are they spending their moments doing it's just being in constant fear by the way she's not just a teacher this this woman is also a board member of the National Education Mm -hmm. Association Okay, that's great. So, but to Molly Jongfast's credit, she was the point in the article was that with her three shots and her husband's five shots, they felt safe enough to like not be so restricted this holiday. So that's good at least. But um, it it is shocking what we're doing to people right now, and it's shocking that uh, the people who are doing it seem shocked by the results. So the Surgeon General now has come out with a report warning of an emerging youth mental health crisis in a rare public advisory. Hmm. Symptoms and depression and uh, symptoms of depression and anxiety have doubled during the pandemic, with 25% of youth experiencing depressive symptoms and 20% experiencing advisory symptoms, anxiety symptoms, sorry, according to the 53-page advisory. There also appear to be increases in negative emotions or behaviors such as impulsivity and irritability. And in early 2021, emergency department visits in the United States for suicide attempts were 50% higher for adolescent girls and 4% higher than adolescent boys compared to the same period in 2019. So we've had a 50% increase in youth suicide attempts and a doubling of youth depression and anxiety. Is that, did you say that to me? Um, I think I did. I don't know. Please send it to our, our uh-huh. data feed. So that really should be nonstop ticker breaking news. You would think so. You would think so. And you would think we would be rethinking um, telling kids they're going to die if they don't get a booster 24-7. Right. And And maybe we just start leaving the kids totally alone right now and going back to the pre-suicide era for these kids. Right. I I mean, it's unbelievable. And the fact that they would come out with this report as though that's like happening in a vacuum, like they can't imagine why all of a sudden there's this inexplicable mental health crisis we can't it would be a tragedy murthy wrote in the preface to the advisory if we beat back one public health crisis only to allow another to grow in its place mental health challenges in children adolescents and young adults are real and they are widespread (laughs) even before the pandemic it's the meme of the guy shooting the guy dead in the couch (laughs) who did yeah. yeah. Why would the mental health crisis do this? Even before the pandemic, children from all backgrounds faced serious mental health challenges, Murthy said. But the two years of disruption took a toll and worsened their mental health, especially for such groups as immigrants, students with disabilities, and students of color from low-income families. Sounds like COVID safety measures are an equity issue, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I don't know. So, <sighs> I don't... No shot, no Santa, Alice. That's what I say. So, but they want a broad-based and rapid response from the federal government, which, of course, is going to be absolutely useless and do nothing and probably make it worse, I assume. Well, uh, you know who they'll be running that by before that happens? Fauci? Uh, No. I think uh, Republicans should shoot their constituents with their guns. Oh, right, yeah. The teachers' unions are probably going to have a really big part. In, uh... Exactly. They'll be crafting the mental health Oh, here plan. we go. The national average of caseloads for school counselors is high. Oh, okay. That's what it is. There's not enough school guidance counselors. That's the problem. The problem is a lack of money to hire counselors. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't... But that's coming down the pike. They're going to act here like they don't know why there's a mental health crisis among young people. And uh, they're going to cause new problems for you to uh, to deal with the problem that they caused. And we can all see how to fix right now. It's just unbelievable. It's 
un oh uh oh you did you send that you sent that ceo yes uh, i sent okay. him the ceo let's let's play this this is i've not heard this but i've seen it uh, around tom shaddock's burn barrel uh my, my thing's it's not right in twitter I, I know but it's not my thing's not scrolling past oh here we go here we go here we go read to the people what's going on um so basically there was this company that i guess gives people mortgages online called better.com i had not heard of this but apparently forbes called them a unicorn company in october and they were valued at seven billion dollars and they got all this venture capital money so they got you know 750 million dollars in cash you know to grow their business or whatever they're a digital mortgage lender with offices in oakland and uh the ceo called 900 employees into a zoom meeting so they're in their zoom meeting of 900 employees and uh tom do you have that teed up now um i'm not seeing it here in the article it's a tiktok that's embedded in the article it has not appeared availed itself to me yet um, Hold on. Did you scroll down just to? Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Hi everyone. Um, thank you for joining. Um, I come to you with not great news. Um, the market has changed, as you know, and uh, we have to move with it in order to survive so that hopefully we can continue to thrive and deliver on a mission. This isn't news that you're going to want to hear, uh, but ultimately it was my decision and I wanted you to hear from me. It's been a really, really challenging decision to make. I've, this is the second time in my career I'm doing this and I do not, do not want to do this. The last time I did it, I cried. Um, this time I hope to be stronger, but we are laying off about 15% of the company for a number of reasons, the market efficiency and join the club, dude performances and productivity. If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group. You, man. <laughs> Your employment here is terminated. Effective immediately. Oh, yeah. Are you yes. kidding me? <laughs> no. What does this mean? Millennial, whatever you are. Email from HR. Welcome to the world. Come to your personal email address. Regarding the details of your severance and your benefits. For all U.S. employees, we're providing four weeks of severance. There you go. One month of full benefits and two months of COBRA for which we will pay the premium. So three months total benefits if we, um, if you elect for COBRA. I like the CEO. I, I hate the millennial. I'm sorry. AskHRBetter.com. Before the end of the day, you can email AskHRBetter.com. Thank you for each and every one of your individual <laughs> contributions to Better. I wish the news was different. I wish we were thriving enthusiastically as we were at the beginning of this year. But that's not the case. And I am sure you will leave us and be more successful, more fortunate, and luckier in your next endeavor. I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you for everything you've done for better. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I business tanked. You worked for better. Wait, okay? he just got seven hundred fifty million dollars in venture capital, and we were told it's a unicorn company that's valued at seven billion dollars. Okay, so what's a what's a no, I'm saying, so, like, it's not like, I mean, it, the company's not, like, going under. Well, what do you think? They're doing it because they just want to be mean? No, I mean, I don't think so. But I do think that's, like, kind of an awkward way to lay people off, don't you? 
Uh, there's no good way. You know <laughs> no, that I've I mean, been part of no, laying people off, Alice. It no good sucks way. murdering people uh, where they stand, especially when they don't see it coming and they believe that a good, amiable group chat's going to be happening. But, I, you know, I don't like the millennial, like, oh my God, I got laid off there, but me, I worked for better. It's a startup, man. Shut up. Go get another jerky startup I did enjoy job. the CEO being like, last time I did this, I cried. I hope I can be stronger this time. <laughs> well, I mean, there's <laughs> one way to do it. I mean, just get them all there and uh, who knows? Who knows? I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You don't I, think it's better to hear it like from your direct no, manager that you no, work with? There's no, there's no good way, Alice. You know my experience with this. I do know your experience. It is, with it. it is. There's no good way to do this. There's no good way to do this. It, un, unfortunately, there's. It, it is a an impersonal, tough and awful. We've heard tell of people who have worked at companies where they've like been through bankruptcy and been acquired mm -hmm. and the way the company chose to let people know that they were fired was that they told everybody that uh you would get an offer letter from the new company by a certain date if you were going to right. not be fired and if you didn't hear anything then <laughs> then you were right. fired and, so and they had everybody walking around the building yes. being like did you get your letter today no i didn't did you get your <laughs> no no and and yes and i yes we've heard tell it say unnamed company uh having people say if they if i don't actually get a letter of those bastards i can't believe they're doing this to me it, people were um, i've heard tell that people were literally uh in panic and then some people just didn't get the letter and that's how they, uh, they're um i don't think that was great either uh i don't think any there's no there's i, I don't know what do you, i don't know i mean I, I, you know have, having been somebody for who's had to do this stuff you're telling somebody that they're of zero value, which I thought actually at one point today I was getting told actually, Alice, if it's up, I can't tell, I can't t say what the, it, it is not. I was not fired in fact today, but I did speak to my boss today and certain elements in the conversation were coming that would be red flags that there's a third element in the conversation that was coming that never mm -hmm. did can't come. Go Okay, Pepper, you just... so. I don't know if I've ever been somewhere where somebody was like fired, fired. I'm trying to think if when, I have. When, when, but I've known companies where like there were people that th the company like might have wanted to fire, and so they found ways to like slowly ease or make people's lives difficult until they went away of their own accord. Right. I've seen that happen. But oh yeah, no, I've seen that. Too. I've seen some <laughs> hang on, even though they've been pretty much fired. <laughs> No, it's like the office space thing with the mm -hmm. red stapler guy where they keep moving him to the Oh, basement. yeah. No, no, I've definitely seen that, like, too. There's, that, that's a real thing that happens where I've seen that where the company's like, there we just a, really wish this person would go away. So we're uh, just going to just be increasingly horrible there was to them guy, until they disappear. There was this guy, who Alice, who, <laughs> who was so incompetent and so terrible at his mm -hmm. job. And this was 15 years ago when I was the the manager. That I literally, Alice, mm -hmm. took him off all of his shifts. Yeah. So and he still wouldn't go. He still wouldn't. <laughs> he's still like, all right. Oh, am I on the schedule? No, you're not on the again. Mm -hmm. It's there's four weeks now, dude. You're not on the schedule. He was just a highly incompetent guy. But yeah. uh, but also, but when, when when me and Graham got fired, we were. Uh, Michael Graham uh, from WTKK. Graham Michael Graham had just talked to the general manager mm -hmm. and they had a good chat and said, okay, we'll get together after Christmas. This is right before the Christmas break. And the GM said, yeah, I'll see you right after Christmas. And the GM left and then me and Graham had the show and then they, uh, the, the our program director called me and said, Tom, um, please send Michael Graham in to my office. She stayed late, oddly. And <laughs> then she said, and then come in 15 minutes after him. I said, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> And then we were whacked, and we were there for that. That was just fascinating. Yeah. But uh, yes, there's no good way to to get whacked. It's but one of the ways that people do is you, they 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 give you some sign that everything's absolutely stable, absolutely mm -hmm. stable. Don't bring a gun. Absolutely stable. It's like, <laughs> and then you're told, you know, and that's one of the things that I, you know, I've had situations in the past where I've been told to instill calm on the workers, <laughs> you know, it, which is just like. 
freaking ghoulish thing to do. Everything's coming. Welcome to the Zoom meeting. What does the term 15% mean to everybody? Oh, man. Don't don't do any mental math right now about how many people are in this Zoom meeting compared to the size of the company, by the way. As I mentioned, 15%. And you know what happens undoubtedly next? Is that these people who just got whacked find out that other people got huge Christmas bonuses. (laughs) And then that the Christmas party is happening and it's awesome. Because it's awesome Christmas parties it better. Yeah, I think I remember you telling me that about a radio station that flipped formats one time, and like there was like the two paths when yeah. a group of people was being led to oh, a conference room. That was incredible. Where they were being uh, given very unhappy news, and the other group was being led to a launch party for a new radio station. Oh that yeah, was yeah, that was vicious. That was vicious. Oh my god, it's so. Uh... Yeah, you had well working in I guess the traditional. Thank goodness media. I'm not with that company. <laughs> Working in uh, the traditional media industry, you seem to have a lot of stories about layoffs. I wonder why that is. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of those people who work there are newsmakers. So it's it's news that people are getting laid off. And a lot mm-hmm. of the other people who their pals have access to. Oh, man. Oh, I remember one time they, my boss, at, there's a guy named Mo Lazier. Do you remember Mo? You don't mm-hmm. know him? Do well, do I don't know him personally, but yeah. He was on WRQ yeah. for a long time. And then mm-hmm. he was on the weekends for a long time. And they mm-hmm. decided when... Anyway, they decided that Brass decided back then that that it was time for Mo to go. We were saving a few bucks here, even though they weren't getting paid much. The weekend guys, and that I was to that we were going to liquidate all of the weekend staff. So, so this, I loved Mo. Mo was a great guy. It was almost like a dad to me in a lot of ways. So I'm sent to liquidate Mo. <laughs> so I have to go in there on a weekend. Terrible. I go in there. I tell Mo, uh, sorry, uh, I've been sent by the big boss, um, and unfortunately, you're all done. This is your last show, and I only told him because I, you know, I figured I'll, I'll tell him because he could say goodbye to the audience. He manages to say goodbye to the audience, uh, working himself up into anger uh, <laughs> as he's doing it. Uh, then the, my big boss started getting calls from the press saying, "Did you just fire this guy who's been there forever and the weekend? You know, beloved guy forever, etc. You know, you wouldn't really. Fi- it's not worth firing." So anyway, I then got a call from the big boss saying, what the hell did you just do? I didn't tell you to let anybody go. And I said, yeah, you did. That's why I'm here right now. I never <laughs> done it. He said, what are you doing? What are you doing? I never told you. I never told you to go in there and tell anybody they were fired. And I said, wait, you told me to, to take him off the schedule to tell him he's all done here. He said, yeah, but I never said. I was like, wait a second. So this is how that works. <laughs> I've also had it where. Can you put it in writing that you'd like me to right. fire this I'm person? I'm sure please? I had it in writing. I'm sure that I passed it to myself. I'm sure I had the goods. Well, yeah. Uh, but I've also had it where I had to go in and let somebody else go who had been there forever. Another guy who I grew up loving on the radio mm-hmm. on the weekend, or oh no, weekdays. I had to go into his office, let him. My boss told me to tell him he's all done. I had to go in there, tell him he's all done, which sucked doing it, but he was stoic. He was, he'd been around already, he didn't care. It was terrible having to do it. Then the guy who told me to do it then came into the room and said, "Hey, how's it going? I'm sorry to hear the news. This is terrible. It's like, oh, like it was a Tom <laughs> Shattuck project. So that is awful. There's two things to learn in life. So uh, maybe we actually like the CEO. Maybe I do like the CEO better than the kid who said, "Bleep you, dude." Yeah, it even happens to you. Okay, I, I don't. I can't abide by. I know that that kid. I believe you, dude, is an indoor still mask wearer. Absolutely. And you know, you know what else he is. You know what? This is why I hate him. Because okay. of this tweet right here, Alice. When I start a civil war, it's going to be between two factions of people. <laughs> this dude. I don't know what his deal is. All right, so you're looking up the actual guy from the video. No. Oh, okay. No, this is the I no because the guy from up. the video is the same kind of guy who would be on this okay, guy's side. Okay, he's a. He did, he's a dude, type, I see. This dude, Matthew No, tweets out this. I don't know what Matthew No does. Let's see. Oh, of course. Overcaffeinated Kentuckian in Massachusetts. That totally makes sense. Um, actually, he's we kind of we're kind of in the same circles. Do we know him? Actually, I don't think so. Do we? I don't know. But he's followed by Turtle Boy, Talk of the Commonwealth, and six others who follow you. Wow. Well, I okay. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Matthew. I can't abide by this. This is what the Civil War is going to be about. He tweets, Pedestrian crossing signals at intersections should last at least as long as car light cycles. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. 
The pedestrian cycle should be at least as long as the car light cycle. Right. So what is the actual truth about pedestrian walk signals? That they should be short because there's only ever a couple people that need to cross the street and not a steady stream of vehicles that go by. So that's the logistical and logical reason. Oh. But what is the moral truth about pedestrian crossing signals? No able-bodied person should use one. First, <laughs> no able-bodied person... But certainly no man should ever, ever use a signal. Sit there and wait. When can I start moving forward, government? Let me know. Even though there's no cars on either side. Just go. Just go. Never use one of those. Okay, I'll press the button. I'll stop the traffic because I'm not sure I can make it if I don't. Everything has to be at a complete stop or I'm likely to die. So then, then you should and you're not ready for society. No, no man should ever hit the walk button, ever. And that goes for you high school kids, too, that I used to see all the time in Melrose, sitting there and waiting, oh, can't hit the button, dude. Cross the street, jaywalk. Learn to jaywalk. Have some self-respect. You don't have any respect for their own limited time on Earth. Alice, their freedoms. Damn it. Freedom! what i said alice that's what i said when i said i said freedom mm-hmm. well yeah thanks to tom our kids now every time i'm stopped at a red light are like why don't you just go daddy does so damn right <laughs> you taught them i guess well um but anyway for more wisdom like that you can follow tom on twitter at tom shattuck or the burn barrel podcast that's at burn barrel pod on twitter we are also at facebook.com slash burn barrel burn barrel podcast.com you can write us an email burn barrel podcast at gmail.com and uh, check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.